Well, hello there. This is Brian Melanson, and this is a intro-free Altitude Sessions podcast here to end the 2019 season. So we are just a handful of days away from the Christmas holiday here. And on behalf of the M4 team, just want to wish all of you a very merry, happy holiday season as you spend time with friends and family. And just want to, again, express our gratitude as a team and as an organization for being part of our journey over these first five years and allowing us to be part of your journeys. As this community's now topped 300 executives that are participating and coming from over 125 different companies, it just feels like, you know, I said this in the last podcast, it just feels like we're just now hitting that, that point where we're really just starting to get going. And things are coalescing and starting to really move in a in a direction that's beneficial to a whole heck of a lot of people that have put their faith and support in this community. So what I wanted to do with this episode is really keep it short because I know that this is a week where the last thing we want to do is be thinking too much about work. We want to be spending time with family and loved ones and we want to be opening presents and we want to be, I don't know, some of you may be getting drunk and acting like buttheads in front of family or find a good place to settle in for a book and, you know, get your head around that and just start even, I'm sure as you're thinking about 2020 and other things, just start to get your mindset on that, that front. So I want to be relatively short and sweet, no uh, healthcare related stuff here. I think we really covered that well in the last podcast. I'm talking about some of the things and where the industry could be going. And we've got some really great stuff when we kick back off in the more formal way in early January. What I wanted to do and where we've gotten a few requests from, from members is just spend a handful of minutes talking about some of the things that we've put together with regard to membership opportunities as we get into 2020. So we'll call this kind of the shameless plug end of the year podcast for all those folks. It's kind of on demand based or I guess on request based on some of the notes that we've gotten. So I want to do that. I don't think we do enough of that sometimes, you know, particularly in this format. So I'm going to spend just a little bit of time talking about kind of what we have ahead of us. So with regard to groups next year, with the Formulate community itself, you have the opportunity to participate in one or two groups. The first group is the product and distribution gathering that's going to be in Austin in July. It's going to be at the Kempton Hotel Van Zant, And that's kind of a special one to us because it's, we started this whole thing. We started our first Formulate in Austin in July in 2015. So it's it's a it's a real special special thing for us and you know this is kind of where all the magic and where we are now with the things that people are participating in through Jackson Hole and through the community it all kind of started there. And just by way of story and I've told this story to many of you over the years I mean when we first started in for innovation you talk about entrepreneurial serendipity, the things that happen sometimes that you don't necessarily plan on. We were just going to be a pure play advisory business when we first started this company and kind of going back on the legacy of where we, you know, had built this ad hoc emerging strategies organization that was serving a number of different blue plans as part of a role that I had in a previous job and developed a lot of great relationships with folks through that work. And many of those great relationships still stand pretty firm and pretty deep today. And 
I remember when we started in four and we're just going to be a kind of a pure plate advisory business and a number of you reach out and say, what the, what the hell was the matter with you, man? You know, one of the greatest benefits to the work that, that we've all done together up to this point was the fact that we could connect, be candid and talk about kind of where the industry is and where it needs to go and how we're all going to work to work together to get it there. And eliminating that opportunity, that forum would be stupid. So on the previous podcast, I talked about ideas that maybe skirt the norm a bit. When they first start, you might look like an imbecile or you might be called an imbecile. Well, many of you, I think you called me an imbecile when we first started enforcing, no, we don't just want a pure advisory business. We want something a little bit different. So Formulate came out of that. It had to expand well beyond the emerging strategy blues origin. And we started in Austin and we went to Denver and then we went to Miami and then Jackson Hole the last couple of years for the kind of the big gatherings. But the very first one had just a little bit under 50 folks. You know, when Formulate first started, just the history behind it, you know, with all the networking stuff that, that we researched and the stuff that I've been looking at over the years and taking kind of a, what at least I thought was a, a cerebral approach to it is the original reasons for the four and the eight and the formulate was that we wanted to combine 48 people keeping the networking size under 50 because there is a belief that once you get above 50, the networking starts to starts to frazzle a bit and that you can really maintain 50 pretty deep network connections. Now, as we've evolved beyond that meeting in Austin over five years ago, yes, these groups have gotten bigger than 50, but we've also kind of kept it capped so that we maintain the integrity of networking and we try to build it now to where you create your little pockets of folks that you have deep and meaningful relationships with that you navigate in that room and that you kind of every year for folks that have been part of this for multiple years now, like they're able to kind of navigate that room and, and, and even throughout the year, navigate the relationships they built and they morph. Some folks fall off. Some people are new based on where the market's turning and where things are going based on the needs of your business, based on the needs of your team. We keep bringing different opportunities to, to add to your personal network through this deep community that we've built in the aggregate. But, you know, when we first started, we wanted to keep it under 50 because, again, networking science says, you know, let's say if you're a CEO, if you're a CEO of a company of 50 people, CEO of a company of 50 people, it's more typical that you'll know everybody's names and, you know, enough about them personally to be able to interact and engage with them at least on some personal level. Once you get above that 50-person threshold, it starts to get a lot tougher. And the science shows that. It shows down below 50 at 5 you basically rely on five people, maybe a different five people, but you rely, you, you rely, I'll get that right here in a minute, you rely on five people to make really big decisions. So we did all that network science work going into Formulate. We wanted to expand it beyond kind of the blue goo, the blue background, the blue family, if you will, that was in, in, in my previous, previous life. And we wanted to make it a much different community, a much broader community, one that really celebrates breadth, which creates an opportunity to drive multiple pathways through adjacent networking to actually create new and different things that make an impact for the industry. As we look back, you know, now from where we started, where we are now, we've really, as an organization, have, have kind of excelled in 
bringing a very unique, distinct, distinctly broad, I guess, with community of people together that have multiple perspectives, differing perspectives, that allow you to tackle these issues, these core issues in healthcare, in some pretty creative ways. So, Austin's going to be special for us this year just because it is product and distribution related. Many of the first advisory projects that we did were product and distribution related. Uh, we've got a reputation amongst our team as being folks that kind of get that side of the industry and help people navigate through all of that. And I will do a little side point on that just as kind of to maybe stir the pot and maybe create some opportunity for debate. We did a, you know, our annual distribution survey and, if you haven't been part of that and you haven't taken part of that in the past, you know, reach out to us at hello at m4innovation.com and say, hey, I want to take your 2020 distribution survey when it comes out. We've, we've done it now for the last couple of years. This will be the third year that we do that particular survey. And it's kind of interesting to see the benchmarking and stuff that comes back from a lot of the executives that are in the industry that, that do that, that provide that feedback for us. But one of the questions that we asked this year in the survey was really about the Murray Alexander bill that was going through the Senate and had a discussion point and it had a, a key point that was a lot of people were pretty active in, in talking through with regard to producer compensation disclosure and whether that should, you know, whether it be something that you would support or not. And, you know, out of obligation, I think most of the people in our survey, I can't remember, I think it was like basically about two-thirds of the folks in our survey said, yeah, we would 100% support compensation disclosure. And I, you know, I think as, as an industry that makes sense, there's already form 5,500 disclosures and other things that exist out there today uh, where you can say, gosh, aren't we already doing that to some extent? But there's, there's other folks out there that believe that because there are incentives for through certain PBM contracts or there are incentives because of the fully insured programs that have been put together by insurers and others that all of that needs to be disclosed a lot better because there's a lot of icky stuff that maybe comes around the industry. And, you know, my only pushback on that, and this would be something that I think we should debate in the coming weeks and months, is that in just about any and every distribution model that's out there, the core source and the driver of that, those distribution models and those strategies are really related around two things. One, are you driving leads to help us grow? And two, to what degree of loyalty is the business that you're bringing us? You know, is it sticking or is it going somewhere else and churning and turning? And it doesn't matter if you're selling insurance for Allstate as an independent agent. It doesn't matter if you're, you know, a lot of people, we talk about Amazon a lot. You know, Amazon gets paid every time a damn TV sold on their site. They're not always probably the most objective in how they order in rank, I mean, Alexa's already going to sell the Amazon brand shit anytime you ask for it. For long, there'll probably be Amazon branded toilet paper. You know, the, the, and maybe there already is, I don't know, but I wouldn't buy it. But the, the thing that, that's out there is that this kind of this puritanical view on distribution in healthcare has got to be different because it's an insurance product. And, you know, as long as there's a competitive marketplace, in my view, distribution strategies have to be crafted to help drive and grow blocks of business because insurance is, as it exists today, is still a business based on driving growth and churning the block and making sure that it doesn't spiral. 
So to the extent that you can rely on the partners that generate leads and drive that growth and create loyalty, you need to rely on those folks to do it. And again, same as in Allstate and for car insurance and, you know, just some of the recent announcements, even that Allstate's retiring their insurance brand shows the importance of those distribution strategies and the reliance on people that bring new leads and new opportunities into the market and help retain those, those pieces of business that are good. Those are the strategies that have to be built. Same thing in hotels. Travel agencies today, because of the fact that uh, airline commission was cut to zeros, you know, several years ago, you know, they now rely on hotels and rental car bookings and other things to drive a good sum of the revenue that comes in for those folks or for, for the agents now and, and, you know, spread pricing on certain package programs that they put together and a hell of a lot of emphasis on, on advertising and advertising dollars, you know, the Zillows and such of the world, their distribution model, very advertising related, you know, very, very advertising dependent. So the, you know, I love the study and the science of all the various distribution models that are out there. And, you know, we'll talk about that a little bit more in the coming, coming weeks and months, because it's something that a lot of you rely on us to help you think through. But, you know, I've thought a lot about the producer compensation disclosure stuff and other things. I think the disclosures as they exist are pretty good. I think that, you know, the realistic and pragmatic viewpoint on the industry is that uh, no matter what, as long as, again, it's a a commercially competitive market out there, there are going to be companies that are going to be seeking ways to find advantage with their core distribution to go meet and serve the market segments that they've identified. And to the extent that those models help that become a reality, I, I think that those make sense. You know, the, the argument is, oh gosh, but they could be pushing a shit insurance product or a shit this or that. And yeah, that's, that's there, there's, there's certainly that's a risk. And certainly that's something that has to be thought through. That's the role of regulators and making sure that shit products get pushed out of the market uh, once they're identified. And that's kind of the push and pull of capitalism versus regulation. So it's working through that. It's, uh, you know, it's the same point in a lot of, and this is the other part of the argument, when insurers make these investments in bigger blocks of business and pulling blocks of business together, the last thing you want to do is see that block of business move because you know, there are a lot of actuarial calculations and other things based on the size of the block. And if it shrinks and it shrinks dramatically because the product or service they're offering no longer meets the needs of the consumer, it doesn't matter how much somebody in the middle is getting paid. It becomes an issue for, in that case, probably for, for everybody, or at least for the insurer. So, you know, the onus should be, in my opinion, you know, disclosure to the extent where it is, is probably okay. But the impetus for me has got to be on better products, better product development, and if I'm a distributor and I'm happy with, with the state of where things are, you just continue to drive new product solutions in the market that better serve the needs of those employers. And I guarantee it'll wake the fucking people up that are, that are losing business. So I'm a little bit less, I guess, captivated by the argument of comp disclosure more so than I'm captivated by the argument that we need to build better targeted products that actually serve the needs of the markets and arm those 
and we're actually not armed, but really partner with the markets to figure out what those solutions are. So my two cents, I'm sure that'll stir the pot a little bit, but that's good. We want to talk a little bit more about these product distribution ideas and you know, change my mind. That's what it's all about. All right. So like I said, that's, that's uh, what's coming up with Formulate in Austin in July. We've got our marquee group that's coming in in October next year. It's four seasons again here in Jackson Hole. Should be a pretty exciting gathering. It typically is. That one uh, really pushes the envelope of breath in the industry. There's, I get comments from folks every year through, through my, my team or directly to me about how that breath actually works to the advantage of a lot of people in the room. And it's what makes the whole gathering unique and makes it a little bit hard to describe until you're there. But it's, it's a pretty special gathering. It's completely private. I don't ever talk about it. And a lot of the things that are discussed publicly because it's for those folks that make the trip out here and want to spend time in the room and want to be participate as part of the community and, and dig into the issues and stuff that are brought forward. You know, what's special about all the groups is that, you know, unlike the typical kind of conference got together, this, these groups are actually built not on the back of some prolific thought leadership profile list that's sent out months in advance and go, yeah, that's something I think's worth paying for. We don't want you to pay for the thought leadership of this group. We want you to pay for the community itself and being part of it. The thought leadership's always world-class, but it's not something we're going to promote publicly to get you to write a check. You know, it's about coming and being part of the community. That's, that's the reason for being here. It's about coming and being part of the discussions, and it's about coming and taking advantage of all of the built-in networking opportunities that are put in play most of us can get in front of a lot of the folks that we want to talk to where we have teams that allow us to do that. That's seldom the point. What's the point with our group is that you get a time to come into kind of a retreat like environment and actually meaningfully connect with people in a way that you can build a relationship, perhaps even start caring about each other over time and then figure out ways to effectuate change together because of that. And that's, that's the type of stuff that we see happening over and over again and the kind of the bonds and the relationships that have been formed over the years. It just, it's getting kind of cool. So some new things people have asked for us to just kind of dig in on a couple of the new things. Those, those are the groups. And I guess one last thing on the thing in Jackson Hole coming up in October, it is three days or three nights now instead of two. So we're adding a night to the program. It's going to be spread over two cohorts. So we're using kind of a, you know, an effect where, You'll be part of that smaller, kind of going back to the roots of formulate a smaller group uh, of under 50 folks, a larger group up to 100 folks. And then that would be your cohort. You'll be able to kind of walk back and forth between your small assigned group and then your larger group. The advantages to signing up earlier as opposed to later and joining the community earlier as opposed to later, there's a couple things. One, if you're an existing formulate member now on January 31st of 2020, the access tier where you have access to all the formulate level material and networking capabilities and other things in our portal that drops back down to the, to just the basic member level. And then the only way to, to restore that backup to formulates to sign up for a formulate group, Austin and or Jackson hole, uh, whenever you decide to do that next year. So keep that in mind. That's coming up at the end of January where the uh, portal will, will change. If you're one of our larger member organizations or member executive or member company that's at the ascend or peak levels, you know, that, that doesn't apply to you. You have a different contractual arrangement with us, but all the 
the base members and single members and others that have participated and formulate that portal access will come down at the end of January. So just keep that in mind with regard to budgeting and getting out in front of th- getting out in front of things as we look into 2020. Uh, if you if you have the interest in continuing with this, which we hope you do. So that's that's one. The second thing is in Jackson Hole, based on signing order, you get preference for one of the two cohorts. You get to pick the date that you prefer and it'll be weighted against the time that you signed up. So, you know, if you want, if you look at those two cohorts and the dates, which are spread only by a day, but if you like the dates, the front end dates in October versus the back end of the group dates, you know, you get that, so you get to make that selection earlier in the process and we get to process all that through and confirm it. Whereas if you get later in the process, you might, you might be stuck with the cohort that may be the less ideal pair of dates that you were looking for. So just keep that in mind. You control your destiny a little bit more earlier in the process than you do late. And then the third point that I'll make on Jackson is just that um, we have limited inventory at the Four Seasons. It's a very popular place, as many of you know. Even later in the season, during kind of the shoulder season here in Jackson Hole. Um, so for that, you know, our contract guarantees us right now that the first 65 members that sign up will get in for the group. Anything beyond that, we have to either go back and recontract and grow uh, that particular contract, because that's all they'll give us in one allotment because the hotel barely holds over 100 people anyway. So if we, that that's just contractually, that's all they'll give us uh, without it being quote-unquote a full buyout. And then from there, we have to either see if they'll allow room allotments to expand that 65 later in the year based on demand, or we'll have to use an overflow hotel. So the other reason for signing up earlier than later is based on order of sign-up, we'll guarantee you a room at the Four Seasons. If you sign up later, we may or may not be able to guarantee that based on uh, where their rooming availability is at the time we ask for an expansion of uh, the number of rooms and if they won't allow it, which sometimes they don't. Uh, we have to go to an overflow hotel in the village and you might be at one of the other hotels that's in the mountain resort at that point. It may not be the Four Seasons. So there's another reason to consider that as well. So just a, a couple other things before we wrap this thing up. And uh, one is a lot of you have asked us about what we're doing around the GROW concept. So GROW is new for us. We know that most P&L leaders, and we focus on P&L leaders, leaders here, people that actually are doers in the industry as opposed to folks that are wonks. We, we want you to be successful. We want you to grow your business, grow your team, grow your P&L. And GROW is really kind of the embodiment of that. We've been testing and piloting it for two years. It's something that we've we've done in small formats in places like Portland, Oregon. It's something we've done specifically for member organizations that are tailored and private for them. It's something that we've tacked on to the back of the formulate meetings themselves for select organizations to see if we could do some math equation where one plus one equals something like three or five because there's a, a multiplier effect because you've got the benefits of formulate plus these more tailored or targeted approaches that are built and wrapped around it. And we've tried all of those things over the last couple of years to see what works and what the embodiment of that is really what we built with Grow Now. And the first opportunity for participating in Grow is we're actually doing Grow Dinner meetings, which will be done in various cities around the U.S. in the first and second quarter of 2020. The first one's actually in Minneapolis. It is a, a gathering that's open to all Formulate members, but it's also open to anybody else that's not associated with the community at this point. It is a a chance to come have like you've done with us in the past. If you're a, a 
alumni, you where you've done the nice dinners and networking and all the things that we include in this experience. We're doing that on just a dinner only basis where we're doing basically a highly condensed compartmentalized version of formulate over dinner and drinks in these cities so that we can help folks understand kind of what this community is all about. It helps grow the community at kind of the base level and in targeted cities all over the country, which we think are important for the, the growth and the long-term, the long-term diversity and uh, building of a, of a larger foundation for this community to continue to thrive. We think this is an important step for that. So the first one is on our website, but in Minneapolis, it's, it's on uh, December, or actually not December, gosh, it's on uh, January the 30th. And it will be, you know, at a nice restaurant, exquisite meal, great conversation, great networking, you know, I think enough space for 25 or so people. And that's, you know, we'll target somewhere in that range to get people there. But uh, it'll be a nice mix of alumni folks that formulate that have experience with the community and new people that don't. And a good way to intermingle. And for the alumni of our community, it's continue to deliver on our promise to give you opportunities throughout the year to create multiple touch points for a year-round engagement with this community on a lot of interesting topics. Grow itself is a single-topic focused format. So whatever the question of the day is, that's what we're going to go after in that particular topic, and we'll go after a little bit deeper, and we'll drive the community in the, the breadth of opinions around that one particular topic. So the dinner meetings are three, three-and-a-half-hour get-togethers for, for folks, uh, you know, again, engage in the community or not. So that's, that's one thing we're doing. The other is we're actually doing grow private or custom experiences for some of our top member clients. And typically these are member clients that are in the ascend or peak level, but it's open to any formulate package from the single membership to the base package to, to ascend to, and to peak. And I can talk a little bit more about what those are here in a second, but the, these grow customized experiences. So we've got meetings that are already set up in the, first quarter of 2020 that are private experiences getting after a specific strategic question or thought where we're actually curating an entire day experience for those companies to sit in front of key P&L leaders to help validate and test current strategies, to help validate and test current market positions, to help validate and test current solutions and whether there's an applicability within their pipeline of prospects into what they're offering and if there's a roads forward for those organizations based on what they're doing today. It's real-time market feedback. It's the ability to uh, put all that together in one private venue that is completely focused on that particular organization's need as identified without any competitive overlap. And it's leveraging, you know, your partners here at M4 to, to go out and do what we do well, which is go strategically source just about anything to help you get at uniquely, you know, kind of via a joint lens, ours and yours, to uniquely get after whatever that particular question or problem is. That offering has been phenomenally received, and it's going to keep us, I think, pretty busy in the first quarter. You have opportunities to do it on any side of your choosing. It could even be at your office, or you can come out to Jackson, and we can do some unique things while the snow's falling. But that's uh, something that potentially may be worth talking about as well. But that's grow. That's that's what we're doing. And then, you know, as I mentioned, the, the other version of that, which isn't something we're going to drive publicly as much, but I'll talk about it a little bit here. But, you know, we have the ability to target certain people. Get a little drink here. Oh, yeah. Um, 
a lot better than that uh, shit I was drinking in the office a couple of podcasts ago uh, from New York. That's that stuff still stains my brain. It was terrible. But anyway, the the uh, thing that that I think this the other grow opportunities is we can actually use the formulated environment to customize or target some experiences around that that uh, you can reach out to us and we can dig into in more detail. But that's a uh, that's been a phenomenally popular thing as well. We've actually even seen some pipeline movement for some organizations because of the way those things were set up that uh, we're pretty happy to see already. So, like I said, there's just some really cool things that are coalescing around the business model here at, here at uh, M4. We've been listening to you guys, taking a lot of feedback over the last several years. Uh, we've tried a lot of things. We've failed at a few things. We've succeeded at a few things. But it really feels like there's some some nice stuff coming together around the model at this point. So with regard to the actual packages themselves, you know, a couple of points that I'll, I'll drive out. And one is that the, the base package this year, which includes one seat to Jackson Hole and in one seat to the Austin product distribution meeting and the way it's set up in the, the core package, you know, that, that package this year is $2,100 less than what we offered it for, for 2019 for effectively the same services. We're able to reduce the amount this year for that one-on-one on the base package. One, because the advisory and all these things that we're doing around Grow is just doing phenomenally well, which allows us to do that. In times going to say phenomenal. I guess I'm just phenomenally happy based on where things are right now. But but the that, that package is a little bit less. So for those of you who just want to engage with us through the formulate groups themselves, and that's the deep the deepest you want to go with this in 2020, if there's any good news is the fact that that package is 2100 bucks cheaper than it was a year year ago. It uh, actually offers another night at the Four Seasons in uh, Jackson Hole. So even though our cost for that group in Jackson Hole are going to go up at least 60, maybe 70% because of adding that extra day, um, the package itself has come down in, in price. We also, just because of time and everything else and demand and other things, we are we've added an, an Ascend package. It's a virtual advisory package that allows for a, a number of hours of prep and phone time where we can work with you guys virtually and even do web conferences or conference calls and help you navigate the Formulate community to help for networking growth and specific targeting around that, to get on the phone with you to talk about your specific needs as a business and to do that in a virtual ad- advisory model. That's actually been pretty popular already based on some of the the uh, leading into 2020 sales where some of you like to get a piece of what we're doing uh, contracted and at the end of the year before we move into the next year so for some of you that have reached out to us to handle that uh, that that's been a pretty pretty cool option that a lot of you have inquired about and have have already taken us up on so that's a little bit capacity related because it's to the, to the extent of the time that we have available on the advisory side so it's kind of a first come first serve basis on that front too, but a cool program this year that allows us to take more, uh, more, more of a, a virtual approach with, with you as an executive to make sure that we allocate phone time to work with you on your specific issues that, as we identify them throughout the year. So uh, if you're looking for a little virtual advisory wrapped around the formulate experiences, let us know. That one also gives you the opportunity to participate in the future on some Q&A stuff with our podcast for a little bit more exposure there. It gives you the opportunity to uh, help us think through some of the 
next year to 24 months worth of content and the things that we'll bring forward that might be timely from a, you know, from a formulate thought leadership and strategic pillar sessions, those type of things. We'll, we'll value your input at that level as well. So something to think about there because it, it allows you to take a little bit more of a, help us a little bit in a little bit more of an advisory way where we may be helping you through the virtual advisory for your business. We like to see it return where you can help us think through things that will maintain relevancy for you as we go forward. Cause that that's important to us. So uh, that's, that's what's coming with regard to the formulate ascend virtual package that we put and that's new this year. We didn't offer that in 2019. So it's a new 2020 program that's available and then, of course, our peak packages, which are really for our best customers, our best member companies, you know, those are fully customized experiences that, you know, just reach out to us again and call me either directly or call, you know, our group at her email our group at helloadm4innovation.com and we'll get back to you, just inquire about that. But the peak program is complete customization. It can include one-on-one visits, virtual advisory visits. It could include these custom grow meetings that can include wrapping around an experience around an existing formulate with a grow moderated session before or after the formulate meeting. So there's so much that we can do with regard to that uh, to customize your entire experience over the next 12 months to the needs of your particular business. And we have a pretty good model now that allows us to listen to your respective needs and to come up with a set of customized solutions that help us jointly get you to where you want to be. So um, that's the peak model, you know, that that's, you know, there are a number of you that have been peak customers for a long time and we're greatly appreciative of that and just want to keep those custom plays and plans and packages going. So um, looking forward to having more of those discussions as well as we get going, but we're off to a really nice start heading into 2020. We appreciate the support that you guys have, have given us and, you know, it's typical you guys will laugh and go, you silly bastard, but yes. You know, when I talk about doing a short podcast, it's still 34 minutes. Uh, so anyway, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Seasons, Greetings. Don't get in too much trouble over New Year's, New Year's Eve. Don't do anything that I would, I think, maybe. I think that makes sense. But we appreciate you guys. And again, hope you have a really good time with family and friends. Hope this overlay of some of the things coming with regard to the 2020 season was helpful and was a good amount of time for you to spend with us and will help you understand and articulate even within your organization, your colleagues and others, kind of what we're doing and how the models continue to evolve. What we hope for the better feels that way, but uh, we'll certainly take your opinions one way or the other. And I uh, look forward to working with each and every one of you into 2020. And if we don't know you on a personal level yet, we look forward to uh, at some point you stepping forward and getting to know us a little bit more personally, maybe at one of these formulate local grow meetings in one of these cities that are coming up in the first or second quarter of this year. It'd be great to, to put a face with, with one of the names of folks that might be, might be listening to us just virtually in the background at this point. But no matter what, we appreciate all of you. Again, hope you have a really great holiday season, and we will be back in early January. Until then, peace. Thanks.